702, The World View with Adam Gilchrist. 22 after 8, news uh, from elsewhere in the world now. Adam Gilchrist, a very good morning to you. Alexei Navalny's widow stirring up some emotion, that impassioned plea to the European Parliament. Yes, European Parliament's not always a very impassioned place, not a very emotional place, really. It's rather austere, I think. But Yulia Navalnaya certainly got them going, um, talking about her husband, her late husband, Alexei Navalny, who died in a Siberian prison two weeks ago or so. In her words, if you really want to defeat Putin, you have to become an innovator. She has absolutely blamed Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, for her husband's death and for his torture for three years, she said. She says she understands why people are weary of trying to stop President Putin and failing with weapons and money. Nothing works, she told European MPs. But she says the West has to stop being boring, which is a phrase that has caught on. Thinking, what, what do you mean by that? Oh, hang on. Stop being boring. She's an impressive woman. Uh, she's scary in some ways, but she's passionate and passionate about a happy, peaceful future for Russia, sharing and now promoting her husband's vision. Uh, we also, in the course of this, learned that Alexei Navalny will indeed be buried in Moscow tomorrow. And Yulia Navalny vowed to continue his work to fight for a free Russia. She also said she wasn't sure if it would be a peaceful funeral or not. Mm. Well, watch that with bated breath. We often say, lock them up and throw away the key, little realizing mm. that sometimes crime itself has a long arm. Yeah, it can happen from behind bars. Um, you don't have to be a student of the Italian job, remember that film, <laughs> to know that things get planned behind bars. And in this case, prosecutors investigating the murder of the Ecuadorian presidential candidate, Fernando Villavicencio, say that his killing was planned from jail. They have uh, sought six suspects, five Ecuadorians, one Colombian, who are being charged now with his murder. Uh, Villavicencio had denounced the influence of gangs. He had promised to tackle them. And then, bang, in the course of saying that, he was shot dead at a campaign rally in the capital, Quito. Also, the capital, not some out-of-the-way place. Anyway, police used CCTV to track down one of the suspects and follow him, and they found what they believe was the gang house with the other suspects in it. Ecuador is having a near civil war at the moment with the government and police and the army on one side and drug cartels on the other. And I was just reading this thing yesterday about Esmeraldas, which is a coastal town, a very popular tourist destination, particularly for Ecuadorians, with others too. And one week, it can be a ghost town, a no-go area. Drug gangs have taken over, just everything shut up shop. And then another week, it can be hotels filled, bars and restaurants open, fiesta time, loads of people there. Just pick your week. Tell me about a Russian white party in Sri Lanka. Yeah, uh, picture my naivety. My wife and I were invited to a white party last summer. I'd never heard of one of these before. I know I'm a bit stupid, but anyway, I was very uneasy thinking, a white party? That, that can't be right. She reassured me, you only have to wear white. Cut to Sri Lanka, where organizers of a white party at a Russian-run nightclub wanted a white dress code and, it appears, a white skin code. Wear white, be white. You can imagine the backlash. Well, you don't have to because it's all out there. Um, branded by many as a bad idea, implicitly racist, disgusting. The party invitation read, face control, white. Taken to mean by many, or as one Sri Lankan put it, how dare they come to a brown country and ban the people of that country. There have been 
a big influx of Russians into Sri Lanka since the invasion of Ukraine. Whether it's Russians shoring up their money or worried about conscription, or we don't know. But 300,000 Russians have gone to Sri Lanka and they've taken over the town of Unawatuna. I say they've taken over. There's a large number of Russians there. To have white parties that can be in this way skewed or misconstrued or just plain right up front racist, we live in sensitive times, don't we, Bongani? Yeah, and people just have to be sensible, I think. Adam Gilchrist, we'll leave it there for this morning's Worldview.